Welcome to another episode of Breaking Bread. I'm here with author David Biro. How you doing, David? I'm good, thank you. So David and I have a really funny story of how we got to meet. Uh, we both have the same Italian-American publicist. So Italians clearly stick together, and uh, Emmy, his publicist, um, was actually part of the reason why that I'm a published author. So I'm thrilled to have one of her clients here, and I'm thrilled that I have another talented author here. Thank you. Absolutely. Shout out to Emmy. Shout out to Emmy is right. <laughs> so uh, I think the audience would probably want to know first is that you were recently on TV. Yeah. Am I wrong? Rosanna <laughs> Scotto, good morning, New York. Uh, it was very cool. Talk um, about Italians, right? Talk, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and she sort of grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, I'm from Bay Ridge. Uh, oh, nice. And apparently that's where she's from. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it was kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, Connection already, yeah. Did you talk about your Italian ancestry with her at all, or not, hers? Not, no, no, not no. really, not really. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but What's up? actually, Biro is not Italian. Really? No. So Biro is the Hungarian part of my. Um, yeah, everybody. Really? Yes, uh, everybody thinks the Biro is the Italian part of my heritage, but it's not true. My father was born in Hungary. Um, he's a Hungarian Jew. Was in a concentration camp. Wow. Um, um, actually came to this country in 56 um, when the Russians invaded Hungary. Um, it's my mother, um, who's a Machiaroli. Um, <laughs> there's, there's the Italian part. Um, but Biro is actually a very common Hungarian name. Uh, but everybody assumes that I'm... Um, um, uh, Italian. Yeah, uh, I would have never guessed that. You like kind of you you got the Italian look a little bit, like you know. I would have never guessed that Biro was Hungarian. I don't know about you. It's Hungarian. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's I'm I'm kind of a mixed mm -hmm. a mixed breed. Um, like probably many 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 people are. Um, I won't really, I won't hold it against you. you I promise that's you. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> That's hysterical. Yes. Um, so um, your uh, books, how would you say that your half Italian ancestry? Yes. Kidding. But yes. no, how would you say that your Italian ancestry influenced your uh, writing? I mean, uh, Italian, it, Italy, Italian culture, Italian people have always been a huge kind of part of my life. I mean, growing up in Brooklyn, most of my friends were Italian. Um, I mean, Bay Ridge is is a pretty mixed. There's a lot of different kinds of people that live in Bay Ridge, which is really cool, actually. It is. Um, but there's a very vocal Italian um, <laughs> yeah. um, part. And, I mean, most of my friends were Italian. Actually, most of my parents' friends were Italian. And, in fact, it, a funny story is that most of my father, who was also a doctor, and mm -hmm. I took over his practice in Bay Ridge, um, most of his friends were Italian, and they belonged, his two closest friends um, belonged to this Italian club in the village, mm -hmm. an eating club. It's called Pro Progressive Era. Progressive Era. Yeah. And they wanted him to become a member, but, you know, to become a member, you have to be Italian through and through. <laughs> They passed Bureau off. Really? Yes, and we became members of the Progressive Era Club. 
Um, and it was cool because we would go there, and it was it was an eating club, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, what else would Italian? Been, right? yeah. Italians <laughs> no, like right. to eat, and it was it was kind of cool. Um, That's hysterical. So yes. your dad is an honorary <laughs> Italian. Is an honorary that. Italian? Yes. Um, but it's my grandfather, um, mm-hmm. who really was. He's from Naples, um, and. He was a huge influence um, on me. I mean, I, my, my grandmother, grandfather practically lived with us most mm-hmm. of most of the time, and he w- was a huge, you know, influence. Um, he was, you know, kind of a typical Italian guy. He was very sort of warm. He was. Ve- he had a temper. Um, <laughs> he had a temper. He. 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 You know, he was he was uh, he was great. Um, um, loved to eat, um, loved to tease me. Yeah. Um, but was your you know your typical Italian guy? I mean, he used to he used to actually make ravioli, homemade ravioli. Really? Yeah. I used to help him while he was teaching me the times table. He would we would we would you know make the ravioli. We had trays of the ravioli. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, Does it get more old school and original than like that? Like no. that's a real yes. Italian American yes. experience yes. that you had. Yes, yes. Um, and as I said, m- many of my friends um, were Italian. Um, um, so, you know, uh, it's always been a, a big part of my my <laughs> you know growing up. Um, and then the other thing that happened. Um, so it was always sort of unconscious, you know. I, I just kind of gravitated towards <laughs> Italian people uh, more so than others. But then um, I went. I went to school in. I went for a semester in Spain to Spain. Wow! And in Spain uh, to, to learn Spanish, which I never learned. Um, <laughs> but I met I met two Italian go- people from Rome, actually. Um, a girl who I would go out with, um, and lucky dog. Uh, yes, yes, Barbara from Rome, and so she then invited me um, to Rome um, and to to stay with her parents, and that was like huge because from then on it wasn't just this sort of unconscious thing. At that point, I was like. I, I want to do everything Italian. Yeah. Um, I started studying Italian. Um, I started reading books. You know, um, you know. I yeah. So all it took was an Italian girl. It was the Italian girl, but but that's when it con- you know consciously became like I became this huge sort of Italophile. Mm-hmm. Um, reading Italian books. Um, um, I then went for a year abroad uh, during college. I spent in Rome. Um, uh, and yeah, so uh, all is this to say that it's had a huge sort of impact on me. Mm-hmm. It's had, and you could see whenever I'm writing books, there's a huge Italian <laughs> theme, um, whether it was the first book that we were talking about, um, that involves, um, a, a young kid in Italy who gets sick and wait, you know, I, I don't mean to cut you yes. off, but we never said the title. Yes. Yes. That was that was off the air. That was okay. Yeah. So um, um, we we were talking about a, one of my the first novel that mm-hmm. I published um, was uh, this magnificent dappled sea, and that actually had to do with a young boy in Italy who gets sick, 
and ultimately needs a transplant, and he gets one from a rabbi um, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Um, and what's cool about this, and very Italian, yeah. is that the people in the village are so grateful, are so like grateful that the boy survives and he, he's living and whatnot, that they invite the rabbi <laughs> and the family to the uh, village and throw a huge party uh, for the wow. rabbi. And there is, uh, 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 this actually um, has a uh, sort of true story. There was something in the paper that, that dealt with something like this actually happened that I sort of took mm -hmm. um, and uses the basis for that book. Um, so that's straightforward, you know, Italian uh, uh, boy. I, I describe a lot of the Italian life in the village. Um, this book, one of the main characters is an Italian-American uh, woman who I kind of base on, on my grandmother. Um, um, she's very, also very good-natured, very warm, but meddlesome. Mm -hmm. She meddles in the lives <laughs> of the other two. So they're three, three close friends here. Um, um, and yeah, so, I mean, everything I write mm -hmm. really has a strong sort of Italian theme. Um, yeah. So in addition to being an author, I know you briefly mentioned this, you're also a doctor and you come I from am. a family of doctors. I am. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and certainly that's an important, uh, <laughs> of course. Of my, yeah. My like dad always told me, he goes, make friends with doctors and lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So I, my father was a dermatologist. Um, ultimately I went into his, into his business. Um, and it's really cool cause I, I, I have patients that were his, um, and so I'm in the office and you know, he's not around anymore. Um, mm -hmm. Passed away a couple of years ago. I'm sorry to hear but, that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, my patients will all of a sudden start talking about my father. Yeah. Oh, my God, your father was so, was so great. Um, or this or that. So, yeah. Um, basically, I kind of divide my life between doctoring and, and, and writing. So I sort of right in the mornings, and then I go to work in the evenings and uh, in the afternoons and evenings. So you are officially the second author that we've had on this podcast. Okay. And, uh, like, you know, I always like to ask other writers about their writing process. Yes. So you're a doctor. You're obviously very busy. Yes. Where do you find the time to write books? No, I – that's – I – try to have a schedule um and and you know it hasn't always been that easy but now i've been practicing now for 25 30 years already mm -hmm. and so i'm able to carve out the time so i write in the mornings and i don't go to the office until mm -hmm. noonish okay um and then i'm there till now um which <laughs> is which is about eight o'clock or so um yeah uh so yeah now you're a dermatologist. I am. So, what's your opinion on all these viral pimple popping videos? You know what? It's I gotta I, ask you I, that question. I, know. I gotta my, ask you. My my patients love this stuff. I've never seen Doctor Pimple Popper. You've never uh, seen Doctor Pimple Dr. Popper. Pimple Popper. I uh, no, but I have patients that always tell me how cool watching Doctor Pimple yeah. Popper. And in fact, sometimes want to video me in in doing a surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
to try to sort of um, uh, mimic. Uh, Do you Dr. say yes Bob. or no? I say fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have never seen Dr. Pimple Popper. But uh, she really is. Uh, it's a she. Yeah, it's she, a she. She. It's a she. But she certainly. Um, put dermatology uh, right up in the mainstream because it's it's become yeah <laughs> I mean huge huge right yeah like yeah. Uh, I actually think if this podcast does as well as I'm hoping that it does you're gonna get your own show okay all right David Biro so Pimple Popper Pimple Popper number two yeah um, Junior I'm Pimple you, Popper I got it all I right. got it right. I know a guy we'll get it all set up <laughs> we'll get everything taken care of oh uh, yeah so. I do some pimple popping, uh, but the majority of the things that I do are more cancer related. So okay. I do a lot of skin cancer, skin cancer surgery. Um, a lot of my patients are on the older side. Mm -hmm. um, and this book mm -hmm. um, has th three older mm -hmm. women. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. actually a lot of the inspiration comes from patients of mine. That's um, nice. Yeah. Um, Not to change the subject, but I got this mole on my back that yes, I want you to check everybody, out. Everybody, we could we could do that. <laughs> Step inside. My I'm sure office. you get that joke all yeah. the time. Yeah, right? I always yeah. get that. Yeah. yeah, it's not a joke actually. Yeah. Really? So if you really want to have a mole evaluation, it's quite all right. There we, we could, go. We could do that. Yeah, um, I haven't been to a dermatologist in a long, long time, so maybe I need it. It could be part of the Doctor Pimple Popper show, <laughs> right? Could, yeah, uh, we could show them my <laughs> right. You know, Bonafides. Your office, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> you know, I just hit twenty two thousand on them TikTok. We can make a TikTok all about right. it. All right, all right, sounds good. Anthony gets his pimples popped live on the air. My my kids um, do a lot of TikToking. Um, I actually don't, um, but, <laughs> but but who knows? Um, I help Daniel. I have two two. So I have twin boys, Daniel and Luca, mm -hmm. and Daniel loves to make TikToks, and occasionally I have to hold the camera. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, um, yes, that's great. I yeah. always, uh, I always bust my roommates' chops constantly to hold the camera and to film for me. Like every second of every day, I'm oh look, he's like staring at me right now. <laughs> I'm always busting his chops. Like, hey, film this. It, it'll be the stupidest things. I can't even tell you, but content is ki content yeah. is king. That's the saying. All right. But uh, so you're two books in. Are you thinking about a third? I have a third that's already out to publish or to try to sell, and really? I'm writing a fourth. Yes. So you have the uh, the manuscript, or you have the uh, the manuscript project. is already out. Um, to, wow. Yeah, and then I'm tr I'm I'm working on something now. Um, I have to say that my focus has been a little bit weak these days. Um, I don't know. The COVID threw me off a bit. Yeah. Um, I think I'm probably not alone in that. Um, no, you're definitely yeah. not alone. Yeah. I haven't written anything. Yeah. Well, it's newspapers and stuff, yeah. but not, you know, yeah. creative writing. Been reading a lot, uh, but I will, st I, I have a project, so mm -hmm. I, I'm going to start soon. And of course it's going to have a, a Bay Ridge theme and a. B, an Italian theme. A. Uh, is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so like, um, your third book, do you mind telling the audience a little bit about it, or can you not? I, I'm not sure if they're, you know, you don't want to let the you premise know, out that much. Um, Just a little sneak peek, maybe? Um, no sneak peek for okay. this. No sneak Fair peek enough. for this. Fair enough. I don't want to jinx myself. Um. Fair enough. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm a superstitious man myself. Yes, yes, 
yes. Uh, but I'm I'm working on uh, on a book. My my kids. Um, so the boys, as I said, I have twin boys. Mm-hmm. They are off to college. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's this just just God started. bless. Not just on wood. yeah. Just started college, and so the house is very quiet. <laughs> um, that's all. We, my wife and I have um, um, just uh, those two. So it's a little strange, mm-hmm. but. Um, I, now I have no excuse to really yeah. get cracking on the on the book. Uh, um, I should mention, by the way, the other the other biggest part of of, of my Italian connection yeah, is sure. my wife. Um, I never married the Roman girl. Yeah. Um, I married an Italian from Westfield, New Jersey. Wow. Um, and my wife Daniela um, has always worked for Italian fashion companies. Really. Yes. So. So she started with Ferragamo, then she worked for Armani. You might have to bring her then in she, here. Yes, you might. She might be more interested. Yeah. Gucci. Yeah. Um, and she's now actually back to Ferragamo. Uh, but one of the great things is that you know she was always traveling back and forth to Italy. So mm-hmm. I would always you know be like, yes, yeah, of course, I'm coming, I'm coming, that, I'm coming. That's golden. You know? So so yeah, it was always really, it was always really good. And then. You know, I would I would go with her, you know, on her work trips and hang out, and then maybe she could take a couple of days afterwards, and we would. Go. So I did a lot of I did a lot of nice travels to Italy. Uh, That's awesome! Like yeah. talk about you meet a nice Italian girl who you end up marrying. On like top of it, she has <laughs> comp trips to Italy. Totally, totally awesome. amazing. You, yeah. I'm I'm jealous. I, I, yes, I'm jealous. Yes, yes. Um, so is there any way she can get me like a discount on like? <laughs> like a Gucci bag, got to get a couple. You know, I have the a couple Gu- girls I want to impress. Uh, unfortunately, Gucci is she's no longer at Gucci. I'm just teasing. Ferragamo, yeah. though, maybe yeah. maybe if you maybe. treat her respectfully um, <laughs> and you offer her one of those cannolis that you offered me, absolutely, it, it's very possible. We have tonight cannolis from Fortunato's, one of my favorite bakeries on the planet. Just a couple minutes away. You better have one Okay, after. I know I'm you don't want to have one on the air. I'm having a cannoli. We're going to close out the evening with some beautiful pastries <laughs> from Fortunato's. Like I said, five minutes away. Absolutely love it there. David, have you ever been to Fortunato's? I have not. but uh, This I'll, is a great this taste is, test live on the air. It's have a your first cannoli from right, Fortunato's. All right. Let me, let me courtesy sample. of the team let at Breaking Bread. I, I, where is this located? Around the block. Okay, but it's Williamsburg. It's not Bay Ridge. This is the most authentic that it can be. (laughs) Can't be as good. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll I'll, I'll see. I'll see. That is that is good. Right? I you you I can't go wrong. Not not that it. Now I'm on a diet, but I'm gonna. (laughs) Cheers.